0: Well, hello, this is Kimberly Brock and for over 20 years, I've been running my own businesses that have not only been profitable, but personally fulfilling to me. So now I'm on a mission to help other new business owners just like you make money doing what you love too. Now we're going to have some fun. So let's get started. Well, hello, it's Kimberly. I'm so glad you're here today. We are talking about boundaries. Don't you love boundaries? We're talking about business boundaries. I'm going to talk about three major boundaries that you need to set for yourself as a business owner, okay? Because so many of you don't realize this as you're starting a business and you need boundaries in life and in business too, right? So if you are new here, I am so glad that you are here. Welcome. This podcast is going to help you start and build a business doing what you love. And I'm so glad you're here. Make sure you hit subscribe right now. If you're an Apple podcast, Spotify, whatever player, hit subscribe, follow, whatever the button says, because you don't want to miss out each week want to provide you with strategies and tips and insights for my last 20 plus years as a business owner. I know that it can help you. So make sure you do that and scroll down because I've got some free goodies for you. I have a 16 step checklist if you're starting your business. I have a guide that actually helps you figure out your best business idea. So make sure you grab those right now. And if you've been listening a while, thank you so much. Y'all are amazing. I have the best fans and followers ever. So if you have never left a review, would you be so kind to do that right now? You can just scroll down, hit five stars. It takes one second. Or if you have like 30 seconds to leave a written review, that would mean so much to me. So that is it. On to the episode. Hello, everyone. How are you? What is going on with your business? What progress are you making? I can't wait to hear. If y'all are in the Facebook group, please post it. You know, I love all this stuff, especially on Wednesdays. We do Wednes on Wednesdays. And then Mondays, we do our Imperfect Action. I love seeing that. If you're not in the Facebook group, make sure you get in. By the way, you can scroll down below. The name of the group is called Women Starting Businesses Doing What We Love. So if you scroll down, there's a direct link to it so you don't have to type in all those words. And you can request to join. There's three questions you need to ask really quick. Make sure you do that because I want you to get in there and I want to hear how your business is doing. And I want you to be able to get feedback from others who are building businesses too. So it's so exciting. Congratulations to all of you who've launched your business and are making all these steps. It's just so awesome to see. Today, we're talking about boundaries. And I know many of you (laughs) have heard of this topic because it's been so common over the last years about setting boundaries with negative people in your life or toxic people or friends or anyone, right? There's a lot of situations where we have to set boundaries, right? We even have to set boundaries with foods we eat. Do y'all do this? Like, make sure that, you know, some people are fasting right now. They're doing that whole thing where you like set boundaries of like eating times during the day and all that. Right. And some of you set boundaries with your teenagers and kids. If you have teenagers, maybe they have their driver's license. You're like, you know, you can't go any farther than this far away in, in your car. Right. Cause you're only 16. And you just got your license or you set boundaries as far as timing that they have to be home. Right. We have, all have boundaries. Boundaries are a very common thing. But a lot of you don't realize that as you're starting a business, boundaries are crucial. And we could go into this conversation probably for hours and hours about different boundaries. But today I'm going to cover three because I think they're important for you to be aware of and you to start thinking through as you're starting your business, as you're building it and you're growing it, you're making money, right? You've got to have boundaries along the way so that you're just not doing everything. Because remember. I've said this before. You can't be all things to all people. You cannot. You cannot do everything all the time for years and years. Now, When you're starting your business, you're doing a lot of things and a lot of times you're bootstrapping it, meaning you're just kind of doing everything yourself and trying to spend the least amount of money and doing this whole thing as effectively as possible to get going. But a lot of times you start getting frazzled. There becomes a point that you're like overworked, you're stressed out, you're wearing too many hats and it can get crazy. So go ahead and think about now what boundaries you could put in place to help yourself right? Let's think about these boundaries. So the first one that I want to talk about is in terms of what you sell and don't sell. And I think a lot of people have a hard time with this because you want to sell a lot of things, especially if you are a product maker or you resell products. Now, as many of you know, I had online gift boutiques for many, many, many years, and this is all I did was resell other people's products. I didn't make anything myself, although toward the last years I was selling wholesale. That's a whole nother story. And I was having stuff manufactured that I had designed. But for this conversation, let's just talk about everything here that I was selling that I didn't make, but I resold just like a store, except I was online. So I sold all kinds of personalized gifts in one of my online stores. So everything from kids' backpacks and nap mats and lunch kits and sleeping bags to like monogrammed soaps. And then I had monogrammed cutting boards and I had a zillion different things. Oh, personalized jewelry, all kinds of jewelry that had letters and initials, scarves, tote bags. I mean, you name it. We were a personalized gifts boutique and we had a bazillion products, right? And at times that was a negative, that we had too many products. Because it is so much easier if you focus your product line on the top things that sell or keep it to a limited number so that you don't get yourself in trouble where you have excess inventory. Inventory is a huge problem for product-based businesses, okay? If you have a physical store, if you have an online store, it can become a huge headache. My advice to those of you who have product-based businesses, whether you make it or you resell it, is to limit the number of products that you offer. Keep it simple. And you can usually tell which products you need to be offering by polling your audience or showing, you know, if, you, if you've got eight options and you're like, this is too many, I really want, only want to have three to four options. Let's say you sell candles. Okay. Let's just take this example. because so I know there's a lot of candle makers in my Facebook group. Okay. So y'all have all these candles and say you have 20 cents that you want to offer. Okay. So there's different aromas, there's fruity, there's flowery, there's all these things. Okay. So you've got like 20 cents. Well, for you to be able to mix all of these scents and smells and keep up with 20 different types, it's going to be a headache. What I advise you to do is have a little party or ask your friends, which are your favorites? And you're going to see like six float to the top. You know, there'll be five or six top ones, and there'll probably be one or two that really stand out, okay, that most people like. I would advise you to only start with those scents, okay? If you have some other type of product-based business, you're selling blankets, you're selling clothes, do not offer short sleeve, long sleeve, turtleneck, sweatshirt, jacket, like you name it, it's going to be too much. Ask people ahead of time, take a poll. And another fun way you can do this, if you already have a social following, I realize with the candles, this would be hard because you can't smell through social media, but you can post things that get people to give feedback. Like, do you like fruity scents? Do you like, you know, more food scents? Like People like coffee smells and there's all kinds of, you know, aromatherapy smells. Like you can pull people and make it fun on social media. So please get creative with that ask people their thoughts before you invest or create or make a ton of stuff. Same goes for those of you that are offering services like me, or you offer some type of lesson, or you even offer like a digital course or something that's digitally made. Maybe you create artwork that you sell on Etsy. Don't sell 80 million things. Have boundaries. Put boundaries on yourself I would try to start with a handful of things and go from there. Do not keep expanding. You're going to thin out your sales and you're gonna confuse people in the beginning. Be very focused. It's just like me. When I started this podcast and this business, My, you know, just first thing as a human is like, I want to help people with their businesses. I want to help all these businesses and anyone who wants to have a business or is growing a business or starting a business. And I had to focus on starting. That's where my position is in the market. And I have stayed there and I do help people that are growing their businesses. Obviously, many of you know, I'm starting the Grow Getters group to help you all grow your businesses and make money so that this doesn't turn into a hobby, right? But that's what I had to do. I have been solely focused on one area. Now, I have been testing out courses, workshops, memberships, things like that, so that I can really pick the best that I think will be the most effective on both ends, my end and my client's end. That's what I'm doing right now. I'm working this all out because I'm still in the early stages of my business. Let's face it, I've helped a ton of people, but in the, in the big scope of my business, you know, this is still early. I'm figuring out. I'm super close here to just nailing one or two or three offers and that's it. That's all I'm going to do. I'm not going to come up with every kind of course and make it, you know, 10 courses and 12 different Zoom groups. And I'm not doing that. I'm focusing in. That's what you have to do is start small, test it out. Everything is a test. Then figure out what works best and only sell that and then expand as you go. It's so much easier to expand than it is to cut back on everything. Get opinions as you go. Make it fun. Post it on social. Ask your friends. Have people over. Have them smell everything. Have them look at everything. Have them vote. Polls are amazing. You can do that in our Facebook group. Poll the group. And see what they say. Use this group. We are all so helpful and we love to aid in your journey here as you figure things out. So the first one, what you sell and don't sell, you know, have boundaries, focus in and be specific, get known for that, and then you can expand as you go because you don't want too much inventory and you also don't want to confuse your clients with too many options. The second thing that you want to set boundaries with are your customers. Did you know this? You've got to set boundaries. That is why retail stores, like if you own a boutique or some kind of little cart, food cart or little restaurant or anything that you may have, you set boundaries. You say we're open from this time and we're closed at this time, right? You set boundaries. It's the same if you have an online business. You say our customer service is available nine to three, Monday through Friday, nine to six. Monday through Friday, email support, you know, during the day, eight to eight, whatever you want to say. Remember that this is your business. So you get to be the ultimate authority of the boundaries that you set with your customers, right? But you also have to think about your clients. So, for example, let's say, I'm just like, you can contact me between this time and this time. And I'm, you know, 9 a.m. to noon central time. Let's just say that's all I said. But all my clients were in Europe. And that was like another time zone that was in the middle of the night. I don't even know what the Europe time zone is compared to mine. But my point is, I would need to be available when they are available, right? So barring that, you get to set the rules on when customers can expect to have replies and responses from you, right? You have to set boundaries. You have to set boundaries with how they can get in touch with you, right? Don't give out your cell number to all of your clients. You're gonna have people calling your cell number. Get a virtual phone number. Make sure you have an email address or a contact form on your website. Set boundaries, set expectations in your store description or where they would contact you. If you have an Etsy store or you're a service provider, whatever it is, if you feel that you need to set expectations for when to get back to people, like usually product-based businesses, for sure, you're going to have to have this. With service-based businesses, it depends. On mine, I don't have to say I'm only going to reply to you from these hours. Like I don't because sometimes I check email at night I check it on the weekends. I'm pretty responsive. I don't think there's been a a problem. I sure hope not with response times, getting back to people. But if you're a product-based business, people want to know stuff and they want to know where their order is and all that. We had to set specific hours so people knew. And then we would even have auto responders. When they would email us, it would kick back a response and say, we received your question. We respond during these hours. Okay. You have to set boundaries with with them. Okay. You have to set boundaries. And this is an odd one with the way that they treat you because every now and then you will have, if, if you have a product based business, this is what my experience was. Every now and then you had a completely unreasonable customer and I've had someone yell at me over the phone, and I finally had to tell the woman how offended I was. She was telling me that my business was terrible and couldn't believe all this and that. It was a long story, and it had come to find out it wasn't even our fault. Something happened. I won't go into the details, but I was highly offended at the way she was treating me, and I asked her to please not talk to me that way, and then she hung up the phone and wouldn't talk to me after that. So there's that. But you have to set boundaries. You cannot let people run over you. You cannot let people keep returning stuff if something's not totally right. You have to have return policies in place, right? Now, most of the time, things go normally, right? Something breaks, you're going to honor that, right? There's not going to be a problem. But sometimes you have these people that they'll have custom orders or something. There was a miscommunication. You have to have boundaries on what? you'll know, you return, what you'll fix, when you'll email back, when you'll call them. Do not give out your personal cell phone number unless you know this is a trusted client, things like that. You have to set boundaries with clients. For the most part, you're never going to have a problem at all because you're going to draw in awesome people, right? But every now and then there's a bad apple in the group. We all know this. So prepare yourself to have boundaries with what they expect, to to hear back from you like when and how often and then also how they treat you. That if they do get out of control, that you tell them that you will not continue the conversation if they continue to act this way. Okay? Number 2 is customers. So the first one is what you sell and don't sell. You have to have boundaries. Number 2 is customers, expectations and customer boundaries. You have to have boundaries with customers, right? And the third one For those of you that are consummate learners, but you're not turning into an action taker, I'm speaking to you right now. You have to set boundaries on yourself as you learn. And this is so hard because nowadays we learn online and we keep getting taken down rabbit holes. We keep thinking we need every program that's marketed to us, or we're never going to be successful. We think we keep needing to buy everything and learn everything. And as much as I want you to soak in my podcast and buy my programs right, and get everything you need, I don't want you to get stuck in learning mode where you never turn in to the business owner that you've dreamed of being. This is happening to some of you. You have this idea, you have the excitement and the motivation, so you have the drive to learn and learn and learn and learn and keep learning and keep learning, and you never move forward. It is time For some of you to hang up your learning hat and put on your new business owner hat and go, I'm doing this. I am going to move forward. I'm going to take steps. I'm going to get my DBA or I'm going to get my LLC. I'm going to get my website up. I'm going to post it on social. I'm going to email all my friends and say, This is what I'm doing. Some of you need to take that courageous step forward and stop letting learning be the excuse for moving forward. Because a lot of you think, I don't know enough. I haven't become enough yet. And I do agree. You have to learn. You have to become. You have to believe in what you're doing. But you also have to be actively taking steps forward. And that is my whole mission, is to empower you, right? To give you the tools that you need so that you can build a business doing what you love, so that you can make money doing what you love and quit your nine to five or make vacation money or pay for your kids' dance, right? I have a friend who's a teacher and she is another dance mom like me. We call ourselves dance moms, even though I'm quite the opposite of dance mom. I never know what's going on. I don't know what time I'm supposed to be where. I don't know how to do the hair right or the makeup right. That's a whole nother story. My point is my friend that's a teacher, that's her daughter dances with my little one, she teaches, she's like, I teach basically to pay for her dance because dance is so friggin' expensive. It is so expensive and time consuming. I'm talking about competitive dance, and I'm sure everything, competitive volleyball, baseball, everything, super expensive. Dance is super expensive. I was just thinking about that. And so, whatever your reason is for starting this business, it really makes no difference in terms of what you need to be doing to move forward, right? Doesn't matter if you need to make 10000 a month or 1000 a month. You are going to take the same steps. And as I said, my whole mission is to empower you, to give you the tools, to make you see that this is possible so that you will be driven enough in your soul to say, I'm doing this. I'm not going to let life pass me by. This has been my dream. I know I have a gift, which by the way, some of you have a hard time realizing that you actually have a gift that you need to use. Yes, you have God-given gifts. Right? If you know that, you need to be stepping forward. Okay. Now, that's why I have my Just Start program to help you start taking steps and learning. But I don't want you to get stuck in learning. I want you to keep moving. I want you to have people around you who are doing the same thing that will motivate you. I want you to be fed and poured into all the time on a consistent basis so that you know someone is here and is cheering you on who is excited to see you turn what you love into a money-making business. And that's why I'm creating the Grow Getters Group. You've heard about this, right? It's for all of you new business owners who want to grow your business and make money. I want you to feel accountable so that you keep moving forward, so that you have a clear plan for how to grow this business. Because it's scary right? And you can be stuck in learning mode because you're like, oh, I have to learn how to start my business. Oh, now I need to learn how to grow my business. Now I need to learn how to manage my money and figure all this out. It's true. You need to know that. But a lot of it, a lot of the learning and a lot of the progress that you make is by doing. So you have to set boundaries right now for yourself as far as learning. If you love to learn, which I am a professional learner. <laughs> Does that make me a student? Maybe that's, just, that's what a student is. I am a professional student. I'm just declaring that to the world. I absolutely love to learn. I could listen to a million business podcasts. I could take every course. I could listen to every audiobook I can't sit down and read. I rarely have time. I love to be like doing something else while I'm listening. I have to be productive all the time. That's my problem though. But anyways, I am a consummate learner. And I know a lot of you are too. I'm seeing a lot of you stuck in this. So if you find yourself learning and learning I want you to ask yourself, am I learning because I really need to learn this? Or am I learning to stall this sort of scary process of starting and growing? Am I stalling? Am I using it as my excuse? And today, if this is you, stop doing this. Put a boundary on yourself. If you had a good friend, if you and I were good friends, and you saw me doing this and I wasn't getting my programs ready or I wasn't helping people, you'd be like, what are you doing? You know enough. You don't need to keep learning. Okay. So just set boundaries. Maybe it's like part of the week. Maybe it's one day a week. Maybe it's for a few hours. You allow yourself to be learning, right? I allow myself to be learning when I'm on the go or exercising or something. But other than that, when I'm sitting at my desk, I'm working and I'm scheduling things and I'm coaching and I'm, Updating my programs and I'm emailing out to everyone and I'm working on these podcasts, right? But I only have certain times that I'm actually learning. And that's usually when I'm on a walk or something. Okay. Or if I'm driving, drive out to the lake, it's two and a half hours. We have a very modest lake house, but it's two and a half hours. Learning has been the greatest thing that's ever happened to me on road trips because I am not good in the car at all. I don't like just sitting there. It makes me crazy. So, I listen and learn and magically I arrive at the lake two and a half hours later. I'm like, that was nothing. That was no big deal. I actually enjoyed that. It's amazing what you do when you divert your attention, right? So if this is you, set your boundaries so that you're only learning during those certain times of the week or of the day or of the weekend and the other times you are taking action. So You're probably asking, what can you do today to start getting yourself accountable? You can join my private Facebook group. It's free. There's all kinds of women in there starting businesses, okay? And they're getting them just growing. And then you can get on the list for grow getters. I'll be opening it up soon where you can come in and I'll probably be closing the doors soon after where you can be a part of it, where I'm going to be holding you accountable. We are going to be working together to help you all grow your business and make money and get out of learning mode. Get out of it. You, you need to be learning, but it's like the 80-20 rule. You hear about the 80-20 rule, right? It's like 80% of your time keeps getting stuck on 20% of what you need to be doing, and it needs to be you know switched around. I know this is a, a hard analogy sometimes to, to realize. Let's think about your closet think about your closet. If you've got a whole bunch of clothes in there, you would say, you probably would say 80% of the time you wear 20% of your clothes in your closet. Am I right? I mean, I do. 80% of the time. And I've been trying to get rid of old clothes so that I get excited about what's in there and actually wear more of my stuff and it's helped. But that's a whole nother note. Same with your business, okay? 80% of your time needs to be doing. Doing, and we can divide that up and have a longer conversation about that. But if 20% of the time you want to focus on learning or improving yourself, then do that. I don't see anything wrong with that, but just make sure it's not flipped the other way where you're spending all your time learning and you're taking no action and you're making no progress and you're not moving toward this dream that you've had for so long. You can do this, okay? Put boundaries on yourself for how much you're going to learn. And how much you're gonna focus on your people and getting products and services ready so that you can help them and marketing yourself so that people know about you. Okay, but it depends on you setting boundaries on yourself. Okay, does that make sense? So, real quick, let's review. Here's your three boundaries number one, what you sell and don't sell. The second boundary is on your customers, you have to set boundaries with them. And number three, you have to set boundaries on how much you're learning versus you're doing. Okay. Thank you all so much for being here. I hope you have an awesome day. I'm so excited about your business. Again, post in the Facebook group because I want to hear about your progress. It makes me so happy. That is it. Have a great day. I know. Now this episode may be over, but our relationship does not have to end here